Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Let's go straight to Dr. Oz is on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Senator Lieberman, and we'll wait for him later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Dr. Oz, who doesn't know who Dr. Oz is? He's, like the, knows he's Dr. the nation's Oz. doctor. He's also running for office. And uh, tell, hi, Dr. Oz. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. I got a little shocking news yesterday, though. Tell us. Tell us. So I opened the log on my email. I get this very official short note from the White House telling me that if I don't resign the president's council for sports, fitness and nutrition in six hours, they're going to fire me. It's like a mission impossible. You know, so I, initially I thought, <laughs> they obviously got it, you know, knowing President Biden's issues, maybe he got it wrong. He meant to fire Fauci. Instead, he fired me. <laughs> then, then I realized this guy's serious. And I'm thinking with inflation at a four year, 40 year high, gas prices at a 15 year high, we're a raging war in the Ukraine with horrible atrocities. Now he thinks he should fire me from the president's council. And I and he wasn't even in the United States. Where the heck was he? He was in Brussels. But why? Yeah. That's the point. Why would you do it now? Well, first of all, why would you do it at all? This president's council for sports, fitness and nutrition is a charitable endeavor. Basically, you're donating your time as a notable influencer. You know, we've got athletes on there. Herschel Walker, by the way, was the other person they fired with me. And so you've got people who are trying to help young kids get healthy, understand their bodies, develop mental resilience. Most of what I did was try to recruit coaches. You know, I've got a kids foundation that I started with my wife called Health Corps. Uh, we raised $80 million. You guys, John has been helpful every single year with our foundation. God bless you. We raised you know, money to help kids learn about their bodies and get tough mentally. And, you know, that's why President Trump appointed me to the council. And I enjoyed trying to serve. He reappointed me in 2020 in, in, uh, at the end of the year, and I'm supposed to be in there for another term. But Biden, meanwhile, politicizes the process. And by doing that, he started creating a big problem that's getting worse and worse. So basically he's saying, listen, if you're a Republican, we don't want you around. And I'm not quitting. And here's the crazy thing. When the White House got pressure, they say, oh, it's the Hatch Act. The Hatch Act is just to prevent federal employees from you know, being political. Are you kidding me? I'm an unpaid volunteer you know, I'm only limited to being apolitical when I'm serving, which is a couple days a year. Meanwhile, Fauci is overtly political. He's giving interviews, and he was when President Trump was in office, saying that Biden was a better candidate. That's a violation of, of the uh, the Hatch Act, and yet no one's talking about that. And I think it's a reprehensible act. I refuse to resign. He's got to fire me if he wants me to, to drop off. I don't think he's got the legal right to unless he personally wants me gone. I think, I think Herschel Walker said the same thing. Dr. Oz, it's uh, David Patterson. How are you? Hey, David. How have you been? Okay. So usually in these situations, if you've got appointees on a board and maybe you have someone who, you know, has been screaming to be put on a board or something like that, you go to the person and just ask them, you know, would you step down? What really surprises me the most about this is the cloak and dagger way that the message was delivered, almost as if they were inciting you to get into a controversy with them. That crossed my mind, David. It's either gross incompetence um, or they're trying to bait me. Now, I thought about it. I said, first off, why are they doing it now? To answer the first question you guys raised, I've I've been campaigning for four months. So if it's really about me being a Republican candidate for senator in Pennsylvania, they should have made this decision four months ago. 
Herschel's been campaigning even longer. So I actually think they didn't realize what was happening. They found out, panicked, and then without doing their homework, sought to fire me. There is no legal precedent to fire me. There are plenty of examples of of, of people who are partisan with Democrats serving in councils where they're being political, and they could be let go because of the Hatch Act. This is, I think, because I've been a thorn in their side on energy policy, uh, COVID, and other issues, because I noticed that Washington has different values than we have here in Pennsylvania. And so when Washington gets it wrong, I call it out. And just about to spend a lot of time on energy policy, but why is it that President Biden just can't say it's a national security benefit to our country to have free flow of energy and then we've got to figure out over time how to make sure that even more of the environment is protected why can't he say that that will give confidence to natural gas producers who make by the way dramatically drop our carbon footprint in america to confidently drill and then ship for example to new york uh the natural gas that's a lot better for the environment than having the colombians drill in not as clean a way in south america and then pump it up with boats which is, of course, a, a waste of energy. But he can't say it. Dr. Oz, how is, the, how, how is the race in Pennsylvania going? You have a primary coming up? we got a primary uh, on May 17th. The race is tight. I've got a small lead. But uh, this is a race that's going to go down to the wire. A bunch of candidates. There was a front-page New York Times article that you guys probably saw over the weekend accusing my main competitor of being a bigot because he showed President Trump a picture of me at my father's funeral. My father is a... Uh, uh, secular Muslim. So he said, this guy's unelectable. He's a Muslim. And so again, this is the New York Times reporting. You've got to go to them for the details, but there are several corroborators. Uh, President Trump rejected that, thankfully, um, and appropriately. And the folks in Pennsylvania are, are, are right at, irate at this. But a lot of this comes down to the basic uh, realities of campaigning in a primary. What differentiates me from everybody else is I have fought on the biggest stage, as you guys know, on national television, making sure that Big pharma, big tech, big agrochemical companies, even Washington was held accountable for their actions. We need a loud voice, a bold voice in Washington to articulate that. Republicans too often show up at knife fights, culture war knife fights with index cards and start mentioning small tax policy issues. Meanwhile, our schools are taken over, our borders made porous. We've got to be clear in what we stand for and our values. Democrats will come on board if we do that. Dr. Oz, thank you for calling in and... Uh... We're going to have to take a break right now, and uh, good luck in your race, and uh, we'll catch up again real soon. Check out DrOz.com. All the info's there. I know about breaks. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs>